Welcome to Episode 6 of Lives of the Saints, the first series, the 1928 Book of Common Prayer Saints. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Matthias, whose feast day, or holy day, is February 24th. St. Matthias is the English translation of the Greek equivalent of the Hebrew name Mattathias, which literally means the gift of Yahweh. It is not, as many think, a contraction of Matthew. He is the least known of the apostles. He is never mentioned in the Gospels and first appears in Acts 1, verses 21 to 26, St. Luke's account of his selection to replace Judas. He wrote no epistles and is never heard from again in Scripture. According to early Christian tradition, he had been among the followers of Jesus since the baptism of Jesus by John the Baptist. In the Western Church tradition, he is included among many lists of the 70 sent out in Luke 10, However, his name is not on the traditional list of the 70 maintained in the Eastern Church tradition. The illustration for this and the next several slides is a detail from the apse mosaic of the Church of St. Paul outside the wall, Rome, which was consecrated in 1823 A.D., St. Matthias appears in the right side of the lower ring beneath the main image of Christ Pantocrator. See episode 5 for a full size in this series for a full-size view of the mosaic with commentary on the remains of St. Paul. Upon the death of Judas, the original 12 were left with a vacancy. St. Peter entered the picture, effectively cursing Judas by quoting from Psalm 69, verse 25, Let his dwelling place be desolate, and let no one live in it, and urging a replacement with a quotation from Psalm 109, verse 8, Let another take his office. Only two men's names were offered, Joseph, called Barsabbas, not to be confused with Barnabas, and Matthias. According to St. Luke, the remaining eleven first prayed for guidance in Acts 1, verses 24 and 25, You, O Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which of these two you have chosen to take part in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas by transgression fell, that he might go to his own place. When the remaining eleven voted, they chose Matthias, according to Acts one twenty six, who St. Luke says became one of the twelve. The tradition of the church since the first century is that the choice of Matthias was inspired by the Holy Spirit. The illustration is an early 14th century tempera and gilt on wood panel attributed to the studio of the early Italian Gothic painter Simone Martini of Siena in the collection of the Metropolitan Museum in New York City. 
There are several traditions concerning Messias's later years, the place of his death and the location of his relics. The illustration is an early 20th century stained glass window at Norwich Cathedral, Norwich, England. St. Matthias is shown with a halbard or pike with an axe at the top, similar to ones used today by the Swiss Guard at the Vatican. The halbard suggests acceptance of the early church tra Western church tradition that Matthias was beheaded by Jews near Jerusalem. In the Western church, it is believed that his remains were carried to Europe by St. Helen, the mother of Constantine, and are now found at the Abbey of St. Matthias, Trier, Germany. Some Roman Catholic scholars argue that these are the relics of another saint with the same name. In the Eastern Church tradition, it is believed that he evangelized in the region of Cappadocia and that his remains are found at the old Roman fortress or castle of Gonio in Adjara, Georgia. In the Coptic Orthodox tradition, he evangelized in Ethiopia and was martyred and buried there at an unknown location. Over the generation, St. Matthias, except his name and his image in mosaics, murals, icons, and paintings, has been forgotten. In the last several centuries, especially in the Eastern Church tradition, it is St. Paul's image that is commonly shown as the replacement for Judas among the Twelve. Owing to the scarcity of knowledge about St. Matthias and the, church and the church tradition that it was the Holy Spirit who guided the choice of the apostles and the tradition that the Spirit is present always in the church, let us now focus on four ancient prayers of the Holy to the Holy Spirit. The first of these is also a hymn commonly used in Anglican worship invoking the sevenfold gifts of the Holy Spirit to which St. Paul referred in 1 Corinthians 12. A different version of the lyric forms the prayer and response, the Veni Creator Spiritus, used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer for the ordering of priests and the consecration of bishops. It is based upon a late 8th century, early 9th century Latin hymn attributed to Charlemagne. It was translated for use in the English church for the coronation of King Charles I by Bishop John Cosin in 625, 1625 A.D. O come, Holy Ghost, who dost thy sevenfold gifts impart to thy servants. Inspire our souls, enlighten us with thy celestial fire. Grant us thy blessed unction that is comfort, life, and the fire of love. Overcome the dullness of our blinded sight with thy all-holy perpetual light. Anoint and cheer our soiled face with the abundance of thy grace. Keep far our foes and give peace at home. Be our guide to keep away all ills. Teach us to know the Father, Son, and thee, who art but one. And through the ages make this be our endless song. Praise to thy eternal merit, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
The second prayer comes from the Eastern Orthodox Divine Liturgy of John Chrysostom, variously dated from the 4th through the 6th century. O heavenly King, the Comforter, thou Spirit of truth who art everywhere present and fillest all things, the treasury of blessings and giver of life, cleanse us from every stain, and come, take up thine abode within us. O thou strength of our souls and our salvation forever. Amen. The third prayer comes from the Coptic Orthodox tradition based upon an early third-hour office influenced by Psalm 51, verses 10 and 11. Thy Holy Spirit, O Lord, which thou sent forth upon thy holy disciples and thine honorable apostles at the third hour, thy Spirit take not away from us, O good one, but renew him within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew the right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Amen. The fourth and last prayer, which shows the influence of Eastern Church spirituality, is from a Gelasian sacramentary. Come, Holy Spirit, and daily increase in these thy servants thy manifold gifts of grace, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and true godliness, and fill them with thy, the spirit of thy holy fear, now and evermore. Amen. The collect for the feast day or holy day of St. Matthias was written by Archbishop Cranmer based upon Acts 1, verses 21 to 26, which is the last half of the For the Epistle reading in the prayer book for the day. The illustration is again the early 20th century stained glass window at Norwich Cathedral, Norwich, England. O Almighty God, who into the place of the traitor Judas did choose thy faithful servant Matthias to be of the number of the twelve apostles, grant that thy church being always preserved from false apostles may be ordered and guided by faithful and true pastors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. In the Anglican tradition in America, St. Matthias is commemorated in the special verses for the hymn From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D. by Horatio Nelson and published with the 1892 hymnal and sung to the familiar tune, Aurelia. Lord, thine abiding presence, direct the wondrous choice. For one in place of Judas, the faithful now rejoice. Thy church from false apostles forevermore defend. And by thy parting promise, be with her to the end. The music was performed by Richard Irwin, whose website is www.hymnswithoutwords.com. If you'd like a PDF of all five pages of the hymn, please send an email request to me at frron.stjohnanglican at earthlink.net. 
Thank you for joining me for Episode 6 in the Lives of the Saints first series, the 1928 BCP Saints. These episodes, as well as other teaching videos and seasonal videos, are or will be available on our YouTube channel, the direct address for which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com slash c slash saint spelled out s-a-i-n-t j-o-h-n-c or a better way by using the episode links at our website www.anglicaninternetchurch.net Bible study videos are linked from the Bible study page at the same site. I also invite you to visit our virtual bookstore of historical prayer, teaching, and other publications at https colon right slash right slash www.amazon.com right slash author slash Ronald hyphen E hyphen Shibley. 100% of all book royalties are contributed to the AIC ministry. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.